Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about what if my partner doesn't meet my needs. Hello, my friends. What's up? Welcome to the podcast today. I want to talk to you guys about needs today. I hear this all the time of what if my partner doesn't meet my needs. And I think there is so many interesting things going on underneath the surface of this question that I want us to dive into today. Now, little disclaimer, this has just been like churning around in the back of my mind. I might have jotted this down a little bit while walking around the neighborhood with baby. So if we're a little all over the place here, that's my excuse. <laughs> so when we ask the question, is my partner meeting my needs or what if my partner isn't meeting my needs? Very often, it's coming from this place of need scarcity, which is basically this belief or idea that you are not capable of having your needs met. And I think we can often get this from a very young age. If we maybe had caretakers that we felt like, Um, weren't very attentive to us. Or maybe you're one who has played the role of trying to make everyone else around you happy and trying to meet everybody else's needs and then left wondering when your needs were going to be met and hoping someone else would do it. And maybe in the past feeling like that didn't ever happen and you imagined this future fantasy partner that would just perfectly fill all of those needs. And I think often we're even looking for our partner to fill needs that are felt voids from us, even from within when we were a kid. Now, I know some of you are listening to this and thinking, but Mikkel, my partner really doesn't meet all my needs. (laughs) I, I mean, I'm pretty worried that that really might be the case. Like, what if they really don't? And here's the truth. They probably don't. Your partner probably doesn't meet all your needs. I think as humans, we are so multifaceted and we have so many needs that it is not possible for all of our needs to come from this one person. And that's kind of what this applies when we are asking what if they don't meet our needs is that our partner should be meeting all of our needs. And when we have that belief, our partner is going to fall short of it. No matter how much they do, no matter how many aspects we do match on, they're not going to meet all of it. There are going to be areas they fall short. There are going to be things that we want and need that they're not bringing to the table. And what happens is a lot of times, again, if you are someone who hasn't had needs met in the past, or is in a place of what I call need scarcity, then you're likely fueled by this fear that your needs aren't gonna be met. And so with that belief comes experiencing your needs as not being met. No matter how much your partner does, because you believe that your needs will not be met or you don't deserve having your needs met, you will continuously see and experience that in your relationship. And when you're in that place of need scarcity, a lot of times we react one of two ways. 
The first is we get very frantic and try to hurry and make sure that our needs are getting met. So I think this also particularly really happens with those of us who have a more anxious attachment style. So you might hurry and ask your partner to get you flowers or um, when you're in an argument, you might try to hurry and fix it. Um, and you, if you communicate things, it again is from this scarce place and so your energy around it is very quick. Um, you're either very hesitant or very demanding about it. And you watch like a hawk afterwards to see if your partner follows through on whatever the thing is. And so you might really, really watch after you tell them, hey, I really would like and need more flowers. Let's say that's your need. Is you, you need to be or told you're beautiful more. And your partner might say a time or two, but you're really, really looking for, again, when's he going to say it next? Is he saying it enough? And not just that, but does he really mean it? Is he saying it with the right tone? And whenever it even happens, um, when your partner falls through on that thing you're telling them they need, it tends to still be not enough. So say you tell them that you need more physical affection and they start giving you more hugs. Again, you're not really satisfied with it. You feel like you need more. And this is what happens when we're in a scarcity mindset is whatever we're given is not enough. Our brain needs more. And any affection we're being shown or uh, anything, again, that we're saying is a need, our brain is going to say not enough. And then on the flip side, we have another from need scarcity response is we might push away. We might act more avoidant. And that might be where we actually just shut down. If our need isn't being taken care of, we just don't respond, we get quiet. Um, and again, it's that kind of hoping that maybe our partner will figure it out and meet our need for us, or it's just kind of a way of giving up and um, indulging in all of the intense emotions that come along with feeling needs scarcity. Um, I actually definitely did this. <laughs> Um, on maternity leave, I was very overwhelmed with baby had been crying quite a bit and, um, I hadn't eaten like all day and my husband was running a little bit late getting home. And in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, he knows I had a hard day and he is stopping by to get me Chick-fil-A because he knows me. I love Chick-fil-A and that's totally what I need right now. And then he got home and was empty-handed with Chick-fil-A. No Chick-fil-A was to be seen. He just was running late. <laughs> and immediately, that's where I wanted to go, was to shut down and just hide my own emotions, avoid being around him, because I was looking for him to take care of my need that I didn't communicate. And he didn't read my mind. He didn't do. And so I just shut down. Um, and so that often can be another response when we have something that we're needing is we just, yeah, stop talking. We avoid being around our partner. 
Another response is where we actually might start going into that fantasy mode of someone else could meet this. Because if we have lived our whole life believing that our partner should meet all of our needs and then here we are in this real human relationship that isn't just magically meeting all of our needs, then our mind might start to wander to, okay, well, who could fix this? Who could solve this? Who could give me this thing that I am longing for? And because my partner's supposed to do it and they're not. And again, we're very frantic around feeling like my needs aren't going to be met. And so I better hurry and go find someone else who can do that. And I think that's so often why we start spinning out in this question of, is my partner, can they even meet my needs? Is because we're being fueled by, uh uh-oh, they can't meet it. They can't meet it. Let me go hurry and find someone who can Because again, we're operating from this belief that our needs will not be met. Again, doesn't matter who you're with, you're going to be feeling that because you have this core belief. So the answer is not necessarily to just figure out, can your partner meet all of your needs? But rather, how can you become someone who has need sufficiency? So opposite of need scarcity is need sufficiency. And that means you're someone who believes that you can have your needs met. You are someone who believes that your needs will get fulfilled, that that is going to happen. Someone who has need sufficiency is calm and confident whenever they are wanting something else in life or in a relationship. They aren't frantic about it. Whenever there's that franticness, it's because there's fear that it's not going to happen. Someone who has need sufficiency knows, I'm going to get my need met. I'm going to figure this out. And so they're not in this big rush. They're able to take it slow. They are very confident that their need is going to be fulfilled. They believe that their needs are worth being met and that they are capable of having them met. Someone with needs sufficiency doesn't think that they need to find this magic fix to fill their needs. They know that they are capable of creating that for themselves. So when you have need sufficiency, you aren't going to be spinning in, what if they don't meet my needs? How do I know? Because you know that you will meet your needs. You're not looking for them to fix it. You're not looking for this fantasy person to fix it. You know that you are more than capable of taking care of that. So had I been operating from need sufficiency in that moment <laughs> of being starving and having had a hard day with the baby instead of this, okay, my husband's just going to know and he's going to bring home Chick-fil-A and then I'll feel better is being willing to communicate and say, I need a break. I need to go get food and then following through on that for myself or directly asking him, hey, will you bring food home on your way rather than just this hoping and wanting him to read my mind is taking care of it, which again, in my sleep deprived place was not in that need sufficiency. And I don't know if any of us are a hundred percent in this place, but I want to talk to you about how we become that person more. So first thing to become someone who's need sufficient 
is you need to identify whatever the need is that you feel like you're lacking isn't being met. So my example, it was, okay, I haven't eaten all day or I need a break from the baby. Um, Whatever the need is, if it's feeling more physical affection, it's being told you're beautiful more, it's maybe having more deep conversations with your partner. So being able to identify whatever that thing is and then be able to sit with and process the emotions of that need not being met yet. A lot of times what we do is we identify that need and then we hurry and react from it. We, When we have that gap of something that we're wanting or needing and it's not being fulfilled yet, we have a gap from where we're at and where we want to be, we can't stand that tension, that distance, and so we just hurry and try to fix and fill that gap. But it's really, really important to just slow it down and really after you notice there's that gap, is not hurry and react to it, but let yourself be with where you're at. I had this come up the other day in um, not a romantic relationship, but another relationship where I realized, okay, this need is not working for me. This isn't being fulfilled in the way that I need it to. And there was a lot of anger and frustration that came up for me with it. And so again, the tendency is either let me shut down and avoid or let me go hurry and talk to this person and hurry and fix it. But instead, was pausing and letting myself be with and process all of that anger. To move through that irritation to calm my nervous system. And once you do that, you create space in your mind to be able to think about things more clearly. So step one, identify that need. Two, slow it down and let yourself sit with the emotions that are coming up for you with them not being met yet. And then once you are in a more level-headed space is identifying the possible solutions. A lot of times, especially if you're dealing with relationship anxiety, we put a lot of pressure on our romantic relationship to fulfill our need and that our partner should just figure it out and they should just magically be able to do it. And so one is coming up with some solutions that, you know, things that your partner could do to meet your need. And again, it has to come from this abundant, sufficient place of, you know what, this is going to happen. This is inevitable. I'm going to get this taken care of. If it's coming from scarcity, then likely you're going to start blaming your partner and like they're not doing this, they're not doing that, but rather like accessing creative energy and like, hey, how could we solve for this? What could we do? Have fun with it. And it could be having a conversation with your partner, brainstorming ideas with them of, hey, you know, I really want to make sure we have time to connect at night and you seem to get tired before I do. And so we're missing out on that time right before I go to sleep. What else could we do? How else could we make sure both of our needs are getting met here? Often it's hard to have these conversations because we're approaching it from this place of believing our need won't be met for ourselves or our partner. And so we run in circles and we fight about it versus my needs going to be met. It's going to happen. We're going to find something that works for them. And now we just get to have fun coming up with ideas. 
And I think, again, it might come with your partner. You could brainstorm with them. It could be just on your own, writing it down in a journal, coming up, like challenge yourself to come up with as many ways as possible that it could happen. And then recognizing it doesn't have to come from them. It doesn't have to come from your partner. So while some of your solutions might include your partner, is coming up with a few other alternatives. Again, depending on what the need is. So, for example, say one of your needs is to be able to talk about emotions is, okay, where else could I get that fixed? You know, maybe it is, I'm going to daily ask my partner how they're feeling and I'm asking them to open up, but what else could I do? Um, I know these friends that tend to want to talk about their emotions, that love sharing their struggles with me. Or it could be, you know what, I'm going to watch this TV show. <laughs> these people have a lot of emotions that happen, right? Bachelorette, lots of emotions happening there. <laughs> um, maybe something like listening to a podcast, right? Where you hear people sharing and talking about emotions. Or it could be that you are reflecting more with yourself, validating yourself and your own emotions more. So come up with so many solutions, tons and tons of ideas. And they they don't need to be good ideas. You might not like them all, but come up with them and try some of them out. And again, if you come from this place of believing my needs are going to be met, my needs are going to be taken care of, then finding a solution is so simple. You will be able to create something. And then it becomes less about trying to figure out, can this person meet my needs? And more about owning, how do I build a life that feels fun and fulfilling for me? How do I create that for myself? And that, my friends, is the most freeing thing. Work on moving from need scarcity to need sufficiency. Rather than trying to figure out, can they meet my needs, is become the kind of person who's confident in knowing their own needs will be met. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye. Bye.